0: Club and we sent notes out last night um, uh, and we are going to get into some scripture today uh, concerning what's coming because I do believe that this Pentecost and I think uh, Israel will be uh, Savon 6 I think this evening and tomorrow um, but it doesn't matter because uh, you know if you're not obeying God's calendar um, then you're not on time and so it will be Sivan 6 in Israel, but they started their count four days before the, um, the actual uh, 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 Yom Rishon, which they're supposed to begin the count. Yeah, and God fixed it where you always begin the Pentecost count or the, the count of the Omer. You, it always begins on a Sunday because it always ends on a Sunday. You know what I mean? So the church was born on a Sunday Jesus came out of the ground on a Sunday, you know, uh, we received the Holy Spirit on a Sunday. It was everything's on that Yom Rashon. So I don't understand, you know, well, I guess I do. They do it, they do it all the time. Um, but you, you have to stick to the uh, calendar. So um, when it's actually the 50th day, um, and uh, a Jewish guy was showing me something this morning. He was saying, hey, you know, why did God choose 50 for, for, the, um, for Pentecost? And um, he did it like this. Hey, because, you know, he says, what is that? You know, he said, what is that? And he said, that's the number 10. He said, what does it mean in Hebrew? He says, Perf- the perfect order, okay? And then he says, then uh, he says, and, and what is this number? Five. And it said grace. He says, perfect order of grace is 50. So this is why it's like Jubilee is on 50. Pentecost has to be a 50-day count. It's the perfect order of grace. So Pentecost is directly linked to grace. And I went, okay, I just want to fly, you know? <laughs> I just want to fly. I'm like, Lord, I don't really need any more clues. I just need to fly. So uh, Pentecost is very soon. I think this is my last week. I already told Drea she's in Seattle. I say I'll see you up there because I don't think you'll be back here since you're coming on Monday. I'll see you up there. And uh, we won't be married anymore, but we'll be friends. And uh, so... I'm really, this is just such a pivotal time for me um, through all this study and all these years of God calling me to do this. This is a very pivotal time. Um, Let's review a little bit of last night, okay? Um, Because I think it's uh, important that we kind of remember what we were talking about last night, okay? Um, I really wanted to start off last night by going through Ephesians chapter 6 because Ephesians chapter 6, what it does is it's telling you that there is a spiritual war going on, okay? And this has nothing to do with your flesh. And I, I think that's absolutely perfect. This has nothing to do with your flesh. This is all about a spiritual war. That's going on. And um, the spiritual war is not just against you and principalities because principalities is the beginning origin of evil is what the Greek uh, defines principalities as. Okay, so the beginning origin of evil is principalities. So he says our fight or our battle is against is against the beginning origins of evil. And it says your fight and your battle. The reason I want you to get up and put on the full armor of God is because you all sure your fight and your battle is against powers. Which that Greek word means the power of choice and the liberty to do, of doing as one pleases. OK, so um, uh, uh, God is like these are two things that you're fighting against. OK, you're fighting against evil and you're fighting against your own. Will and nature to do the opposite of what God has told you to do. And it says, against rulers of darkness of this age, which is Satan and demons, uh, 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 lords of the of the, uh, uh, of this world and uh, the prince of this age, which of course is Satan. And then it says, um, and against spiritual hosts, which is means uh, spirits or a uh, being higher than man, but lower than God, but, but lower than heaven, um, but lower than God. And then it says, and you're also fighting against wickedness, which means the evil purpose, their evil purpose and desire. So they have an evil purpose. They have an evil desire. We're fighting against that. OK. And um, um, and it says in heavenly places, which is, of course, the second heaven. Um, so. Um, I thought it was absolutely perfect after doing a Greek study on it, that one of the things that we're waking up each morning, putting on the full armor of God is so we can also fight against our own uh, power of choice. You know, So that's absolutely beautiful to me. Um, and then um, um, I've done a lot of study on Nephilim from Genesis chapter six. Most of the study that you can do on Nephilim is um, in the book of Enoch, you find out really the true story. So if you don't know about Genesis chapter 6, the fallen angels, what happened in that situation, what the ability of angels is, because a lot of us don't know that angels have the ability to, to take on human form, okay? Um, I don't know if the Nephilim have that ability, but I know angels have the ability to take on human form. Um, While they're in human form, they better not sin, which is what the Nephilim did. Um, So uh, when the whole thing happened where uh, God decided to flood the world out and to get rid of to get the Nephilim gene pool off of the earth. uh, When it was over with, guess who popped back up? (laughs) The Nephilim. So then God orchestrated wars against the territories. And it's amazing. If you read the Bible well, it's amazing how um, the Nephilim set up camp in all the places that God was promising Abraham. All the the areas that God said, all this area is going to belong to you. It's exactly where the Nephilim set up their camps. It's like he knew they were listening so he's like, I'm going to say where, where I'm going to send my people. So they'll go camp there waiting for them, you know. And he says, says when they come against them, I'm going to have them wipe them out. And Nephilim began, uh, start getting wiped out. And God would say, send them in and kill the men, the women, the children, kill the animals. Don't don't take anything. You go, what kind of God is this? You know, if you're reading that as a new Christian and you don't know what happened. You think God is just killing all of these people uh, just to give Israel a home. But he was he was trying to eliminate the whole earth of this Nephilim gene pool. And so, yes. But but I want you to realize something. The Nephilim were having children. What? That's crazy. They were having children. They had whole communities. They were having children. That's crazy. That means like, you know, uh, when you have two people like the Clintons and then they have a daughter, like I'll show you on the papers today. And they have a daughter like Hillary, uh, uh, Hillary Clinton and they have a daughter and they have Chelsea. And then you see Chelsea walking around with a upside down cross uh, on her on her um, chain. And you go and you wondering, what does she have to do? Why is she against Christianity? She's she barely getting to college. And you like. You know, she's she grew up Nephilim, you know, so you guys have to know and understand the atmosphere and at, at where you're living and um, the war that's going on. And that's why I wanted you to watch that interview, because um, in the middle of the interview, he lets you know. And he's talking to this guy like the guy that he's talking to is um, He's a he's a he's a good guy. But what they're thinking about is how can they overtake the Illuminati and win the world back for humans? So his mindset is, is way off. It's not in Jesus, the guy who was interviewing him. So but it um, is it is a, uh, a full fledged war. It is a spiritual war. It is a um, it is a fight against the flesh war. And um and it is, a, it is also a war against their tactics and their, uh, the things they do to, to hook human beings. And that's what I was going to say. He said, this is all. While the other guy's saying, so what's this war all about? Ronald Bernard says, no, this is about souls. And he says, oh, yes, the, the soul and the the, the human transformation and he says no this is about eternal existence after death this is not about you know some mystical thing you're talking about he's like no this is where souls this is over souls and where they're gonna be for eternity you know so he fully understood um, what the war was all about you know what I mean so and uh, after experiencing death. And then a little kid coming in and, 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 and talking to him about Jesus changed his whole life. So, um, but I, I, w- I want you to know this, okay? If you ever watched the interview, he wasn't, and I've seen other interviews and they took him off. They took his interviews off. Uh, YouTube took his interviews off. Uh, they left this one that was pretty good. But they took him off because he got into what they, do to, what they were doing to children. And so YouTube said it causes hate speech or whatever. So he's like, Either I talk about it or nobody, but I wanted people to know the real, what's going on and the blood sacrifices and all this stuff he was talking about. But you gotta remember, he was no, uh, uh, he wasn't a Freemason, you understand? And he, he's, he's above that. <laughs> He's like, I'm not. I wasn't a Freemason. I'm above that. I'm I'm working with the eight hundred and eight thousand five hundred entities. I'm working with the with the with the beast bank. I'm I'm setting up sacrifices. I'm, you know. He's like, I was in charge of all the sacrifices. I was working like crazy for them. You know. He's like, you see things happen and you go, oh look, you know there was a train crash. He's like, I spent months setting that thing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. He says, you see some crazy guy with a gun shooting up a school and you go, wow, he, uh, he must have had a bad upbringing. We spent months with him, that person in MKUltra and then setting up the date so we could tick his mind to do that on the exact day we said. You know what I mean? He says, like the, what you see as being, oh, just things that are happening in the world. These are blood sacrifices that we are setting up. He says not everything. But he says, if. In one of his interviews, he said, if we weren't setting up blood sacrifice, the world would be almost quiet. That's how often we're doing blood sacrifices. You realize that? So all of this stuff that's happening, he said, is structured. The power is in the blood. The sacrifices have to continue. and, And I was in charge of setting up the sacrifices. Okay, And this is the world that we live in. And this is the world we want to be raptured out of. And we have to know and understand that the spiritual war over us is about where we're going to spend eternity. Okay, And Satan is spending all kinds of money to make sure that you never find out about Jesus, that your music doesn't tell you about Jesus, that your movies don't tell you about Jesus. I'm watching a Holocaust series this morning about the Holocaust. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a nice series. It was rated TV 14. I think that's supposed to be PG. I don't know. Anyway, it starts off about homosexuality, (laughs) about like, I don't want to marry her. I'm attracted to men. I'm like, what they got to do with the Holocaust? It's the whole agenda right now. Did you guys see the, 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 the post that the young lady put up? And I reposted it on my Facebook about the clothing that's inside Target now. They've got pride clothing for kids inside of Target. So I'm advising anybody, if you're a Christian, if this was Muslim, if this was against Muslims, that they, they would be scared because Muslims would probably burn the store down. But since we're Christians, we're just saying, Don't shop there. Don't. I mean, avoid it like like you would avoid you would avoid anything else that is going against God. Okay, just avoid it because um, they're like trying to their agenda is they're going to use this clothing line to like infiltrate. And they they want parents to come in and buy all this pride stuff. And I'm like, this is this world is just gone nuts. And I hope we're out of here on this Pentecost. Because it's just it's just getting worse and worse. All right. I'm sorry, Pastor Ben, I was talking too much. Uh, right. And uh, so whenever you're ready, I'll pray in. I don't know if you are yet. When you're ready, you can pray in. OK. Um, before I want to pray, before I pray in, I want to I want to thank you. Listen to this, Pastor Ben. Um, and see if you call me Sandman, I know we're friends. Dan sent me this from. Um, And I don't know if you pronounce his name, Dane, because I know a guy on my street named D-A-N-E. His name was Dane. Uh, He might pronounce it Dan. But he says, I was so thankful that God has brought me to your teaching. Uh, I can't wait to come visit again in person. He was here before. um, And I'll be back in August. Uh, We won't be here. We'll be in heaven and you'll be with us. So. Uh, uh, anybody else wanting to visit in August and you get to the door and we're not here, there was a rapture. And it says, he uh, says, I sure do hope Jesus take, uh, takes us before then. Much love, Maranatha, uh, Dan. And it says, uh, Jesus says, I'm among one who serves. Great card. I didn't get to read it till this morning. I was like, oh, this is a good card. But when you see a watch, that he sent me, I was like, I was all into the watch. I didn't see the, <laughs> just immature. Then I read the card this morning, praise God. Okay, um, let's pray in and let's get started. You're going to say the Hebrew prayer uh, that Jesus told the apostles to pray. This is the Lord's prayer. This is Avanu Shabbat Shabbatim Ye Tavo melhuteca teke serot sanecha Bearet ke asher ne asa beshamain Tilano kayom lechem hukenu Usilaglano et ash metenu Ke asher solechem anachnu le asher ash melanu Vial tevinu le de masa Keim hazilanumin hara Ke lacha hamam lecha Veha givera le'olamim erit Amen Be hashem Yeshua HaMashiach, Anaknut, uh, Mit Pelelim, and let's get started. Bonalek. Amen. All right. Okay, who's with us, Pastor Ben? All right. I hope you guys learned some things last night because um, that scripture that I read to you, why they, how they're going to get eternal life is real and that that's the agenda now the agenda is we got to get that third temple built did you read this scripture if we don't get this temple built so it's like an agenda
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> amen so Shalom from Zoe sensational
0: hey from, zoe uh, and sensational uh, um, oh
1: shalom from wilk bear b a r r e bar uh, pennsylvania uh, shalom from uh, Stellenbosch, amen, Stellenbosch.
0: Wh- where's that? Ah, South Africa. Okay. Amen,
1: um, from Stellenbosch. And they sent me how to pronunciate uh, their country. So thank you, I appreciate it. All right. Uh, from South Africa, amen.
0: Uh, yeah. From Owasso,
1: Oklahoma, from Oregon City,
0: Yes. Um, Jesus
1: Island—that is the real name of the island.
0: Hallelujah! I that's in—that's in, so. in Quebec, right? I think so. Yeah, that's in Quebec. Yeah,
1: man, Jesus Island. Amen. Yeah,
0: praise. The, I didn't know that. When I was in Montreal, I would have stayed on Jesus Island. <laughs> uh
1: Shalom from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. From Ohio, from Berea, Ohio, or Berea, Ohio. From
0: Racine, Wisconsin. Uh-huh. From Collinsville, Oklahoma. Yes. From San Antonio. And I believe that's in Texas.
1: San Antonio. Amen. And uh, from Cluiston, Florida. Amen. Really? Thank you for sending me the pronunciation. It's pronounced Cluiston.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. You said that last night. I'll, I was like...
1: I'll it up every time I
0: well, I knew it wasn't right, but you know, I was like,
1: "Hey, <laughs> Shalom from uh, Cape Town, and I believe that's in South Africa."
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. From uh, Capel,
1: or Capel, Texas. Uh, Racine, again, from Boston, Massachusetts. From uh, Bridge Creek,
0: Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, from Dublin, Ireland. Praise the Lord. From yes. Washington, D.C.
1: From Waldorf, Maryland. They've
0: been with us a long time. Hallelujah. Thank so you so people, much. So many of these soldiers have been with us for a real Thank you for everybody out there who still watches, who has not given up. Amen. Um, my mission is to take you with me, and I'm going. I'm getting out of here soon. So you're
1: going places. <laughs> yeah. From Bedford, Texas.
0: From,
1: hold on. From Landcast- oh,
0: Land- Lancashire, United Kingdom, amen.
1: Hallelujah. From uh, Real Powers Behind the Scenes, oh, hold on, hold on. From Argentina, uh, Ronnie from Washington, D.C. Spring Valley, Las Vegas, Nevada, amen. Uh, from Beaumont, California. Uh, Shalom, Pastor Ben, Pastor Sandy, continue to give us the true knowledge. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Saint John, Newfoundland, Hallelujah, and uh, Labrador, Canada. Amen. That's okay. Russell. God bless you, Russell. Uh, Dennis, Dennis from Orlando, Florida. Yes. Here, oh, he says here's, uh, here's. A
0: oh, someone was giving the link to the big, to the Beast Bank. Oh, okay, John.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, thank huh? You a What's that? Al. Okay. Allen. Allen New York.
0: Wow. And Beast Bank is in Brussels, Switzerland, I think. Right. It Switzerland? It's in. Yeah, it's also an independent state too. As well, yeah. Well, where the bank is in Brussels, is. yeah, they they control the finances of wow. that. Okay. Hey,
1: man. Uh, allocating New York, and uh, that was that's uh, uh, Nancy Chateau, uh Racine, Wisconsin, uh, East Texas, Maranatha from Ithaca, Michigan.
0: Ithaca. Ithaca,
1: Michigan, Montrose, Colorado, from Umberto.
0: Hey, that's Umberto. Hey, Amen. Hello from
1: Rome. <laughs> Monkey Rapids, North Carolina. Uh, Shalom from Bel Air, Ohio.
0: Hallelujah. Uh, uh, uh,
1: Stage your life said last night was powerful.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you. Matt. Praise God.
1: Uh, Michael Shalom from Michael. Oh, Michael O'Free. Uh, from from London. He's been with us a long
0: time. Oh, oh yeah, he's he's a graduate. Amen. Michael yeah, he's only. a graduate. Amen. Wow, praise God. Uh, Sarasota, Florida. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Denver, Colorado. Chicago, Windy. No, Chicago, Chi-town. Is it Chi-town? Yes. Yeah,
1: also the Windy City. Chicago, Illinois. Yes. Uh, Lala from Big... Oh, she said Big, I thought she said Big. <laughs> <laughs> Amen and let's see we got came in last, hold on, hold on, hold on, amen, cash is anything with there,
0: Uh, Ethiopia
1: is in the house, praise the Lord, Uh, Michael from London, amen, Uh, Port Elizabeth, South Africa, Port Elizabeth, South Africa, and uh, Lincolnshire, United Kingdom, England, uh, Argentina, Washington DC, Las Vegas. Okay, everybody, so shalom.
0: All right. Uh, from Soldiers for Christ, Global Community Church. Yeah. Hallelujah. All right. So we we read last night, right? Um, but I wanna read this again because I want you guys to know and understand that um the 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 Hebrew word um not to mingle, they they will mingle uh, with the seeds of man, okay? Uh, Meaning blend. Now, when you blend something, I was thinking about this morning, you know, Drea make me a shake with strawberries and and blackberries and spinach. And after she blended it, I couldn't tell the spinach was there, so it didn't bother me, right? So. Because I'm anti vegetables or whatever. So. um, But you couldn't tell, you know, it just blended right in. And so this is what the word is really saying. They're going to mingle themselves amongst the seats of men. Okay, so that means God knew that at some time it would it would not just be that they're walking around with us as they were in the days of Noah. They were amongst them, but they weren't blended. You understand? They weren't mingled. They weren't blended together with. Because now we can walk around and we don't know who they are, what they're into. Um, we All we know is that their behavior is very evil. Yeah. So uh, someone th- said me, if you want to know who they are, all you got to do is watch their behavior, you know, because what they're into, humans aren't into. Yeah. And so um, and the things that they uh, like they just had that what that that big ball they have every year and they have a human cake on the table And you got to cut your slice out with it the, that the, you're cutting the human cake as you're you know only Yeah, like no Yeah, the Met the Met Gala, right? Okay, so it's like and then they have a theme every year so then these are either people who have been bribed sold out to satan or these are people who are actual satanists you know that are there but there's no like would i invite you to my house and say hey we have a a a a cake made like a baby and we're going to slice it and and eat the cake together you know just as a that's not something humans do you understand but it's what they do. So guy, the guy told me, just watch their behavior and they'll tell you who they are. OK, Amen. they're always throwing up their signs on this paper that I'm that I have in front of you. Um, I want you to see uh, uh, Chelsea Clinton uh, with her upside down cross on. And I remember seeing that and, and saying to myself, um, I think they 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 have a copy of the thing. But I was thinking, um, uh them uh thinking to myself why would Chelsea have a upside down cross on and then you know the Lord's like come on you know you're smarter than that you know uh you know who her parents are and you know what her parents are into and so and you know they've been a part of this this evil thing for a long time so that's not that's not a problem for you to see her with an upside down cross on now um Beyonce is a strange, 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 uh, I don't know what she is right now. I don't know if she's a, a recloned something or something. I don't know what she is, but um, she, she, if you see her here, why I put all these pictures on here is because all of them have this red string tied around their wrists. And so if you look carefully, you'll see each one of these people on this thing has this red string Tied around their wrist, and they are into Kabbalah witchcraft Satanism, okay? So all these people are full-fledged. Madonna, full-fledged Satanist. That's this araranda what, what what's her name? Yeah. She's the one that that she was giving the concert when the when who was giving the concert in Vegas when when they killed all those people? Was it her? But she did do a concert and a lot of people were killed during her concert. It was complete setups. You guys that don't know and understand that, OK? Um, these are sacrifices, like I said. Um, uh, somebody giving a concert and then somebody and it being set up where there's a mass killing, that means that somebody working for Beast Banks had to set up that sacrifice. This is what Ronald Bernard is trying to tell you. When you see things, say, who from on top set up this sacrifice? Because this is a sacrifice. So, And then, of course, uh, Rihanna, which I'm trying to get people to understand. Rihanna is nobody to be looking up to. She is completely satanic. Um, And who's this guy? Austin Christian. Okay, now seems like, you know, Mayberry. But remember, his his girlfriend was murdered and sliced up. And and they said, oh, the, the Hollywood slasher did it. But they knew, but all of out of all the people, out, out of all the people in that neighborhood, he knew to go to this house and she would be there alone at this time because he's picking her up. And you know what I mean, so and then, of course, his 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 movie career takes off after the sacrifice. You understand? So sometimes see. Like Ronald Bernard, he's like this. When things happen, you as a human being, you go, "What a horrible thing!" He say, "I go, who set up that sacrifice?" You understand? So you got to know know what's going on. So all of these people are satanists. Okay. Now the gamut of people who are satanists in the world, you really don't you you really would have to watch. But most of sometimes people that you admire are satanists. You know, like. Kenneth Copeland, you might admire him, but he's part of a he's part of a program. Okay, he's part of that whole uh, 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 invasion of the church program that Satan is using because it's part of what you're supposed to wake up and put on the full armor of God. Right. So if I have on the full armor of God. And I'm watching my pastor on TV and he says, Jesus is not the only way to salvation. Something should click. My membership at that church should cease because I have on the full armor of God. Right. So this is why God is saying we have to have on the full armor. Therefore, you won't be. Be a part of things like that, because you wake up each morning prepared to fight a spiritual battle, because like he said, this is about souls. Yeah. OK, and he was like, oh, the mystical soul. And he's like, no, man, I'm not talking you about no mystical nothing. I'm talking about eternity and where people are going to spend eternity. This is what this battle battle is about. OK, yeah. so if the church is infiltrated, If they if the Southern Baptist Convention and he confirms the Southern Baptist Convention is part of the programs. You understand, it's part of the programs. Freemason, Mormonism, all of this is all under the Catholic spiritualism programs that they're using to deceive people. Okay. they said, well, yeah, sure, you you have the Catholics and you're invading the churches. But uh, what about Buddhism? He says we finance that. He says Dalai Lama, where do you think he gets all his money? I went. This guy's good, right? He said, "You think the Dalai Lama's raising money? You think people are just send in a million? We keep him financed because he keeps that deception going there. You understand? We're about deception. We're about keeping people in a spiritual loop where they don't and they never find God. You understand?" Now, I'm going to tell you what the Lord showed me. Because someone sent me a thing and said, uh, Pastor Sandy don't like Catholics. Uh, no, he hates Catholics. I'm like, I don't hate anybody. That's right. Pastor, Pastor Sandy don't like Muslims. I don't dislike Muslims. Right. I mean, I met really nice Catholics. Really, all, And the Lord said, this is what you are, Sandy. This is what the Lord told me. You're a guy who knows that all of these people on this plane that this plane is going to go down you're the guy that knows whose parachute is going to work and whose parachute's not going to work you're the guy on the plane saying you need to get rid of that parachute it's not going to work when it's time to when it's time to jump you understand he says that's you it has nothing to do with the individual people He said it has nothing to do with any individual people. All you're trying to tell him that is that Buddhist parachute will not work when it comes to saving your life. That Muslim parachute will not work when it comes to saving your life. That Catholic parachute will not. That once saved, always saved parachute is not going to save you when it comes to saving your life. You understand? So my thing is hatred for nobody. I love people. Some of the nicest people I've met. We're Muslims. And I mean, really humble and everything, all that. But as soon as you tell them about Jesus, they're not nice people anymore because they don't want to hear that. That parachute is not going to open and that they, and what they're they, they're in love with is going to is going to end up killing them. OK, but this is what Satan does. And this is what he, they call in the beast bank. These are the programs that we've set up in the world for people not to ever find God, okay? So there's big money, and I can't express it more, big money behind deception, okay? It comes from the top, and there's billions of dollars poured into it so that people find Mormonism, Jehovah Witness, whatever, anything that that, that they can. Catherine Kuhlman was uh, was a witch. Right. But for a lot of people, Catherine Kuhlman was a spiritual great woman. But um, the guy says that she was a full fledged witch. She had a whole full layout in Vogue magazine. And I knew the, the head of Vogue and she was a witch. And she was not going to let anybody that was really following Christ be have a full spread in her magazine. But he said Catherine Coleman was a full fledged witch. He said as soon as I saw that, I knew, OK, she's part of the team because he was a part of the team at the time. Right. So. W- you can't spend your time justifying people that TV has made you has made famous for you. OK, um, we're going to go to Daniel. I mean, chapter two, because I want to really read this. OK. Um, because this is what the world is going to be like at that time, okay? I'ma start in verse 36, because you guys know I, I was reading it last night. It says, this is the dream. Now we will tell you the interpretation of it before the king. I'm in verse 36, uh, chapter two, Daniel, chapter two, verse 36. This is the dream. Now we will tell you the interpretation of it before the king. You, O king, are a king of kings for the God of heaven has given you a, a uh, you a kingdom, power, strength and glory. Who's he talking to? Nebuchadnezzar. OK, because Nebuchadnezzar has this dream. And he says, and uh, wherever the children of men dwell uh, or the beast of the field or the birds of heaven, he has given them into your hand and has made you ruler over them all you are you are this head of gold but after you shall arise another kingdom inferior to yours then a third kingdom of bronze uh which shall rule over all the earth okay so you got babylon okay persia and greece okay so then Greece ruled over all the words. Then it says, and the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron. And that's Rome. When Rome came in, it says, inasmuch as iron breaks in peace uh, and shatters everything, and like iron that crushes, it says that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all of the others. Whereas you saw the feet of toes and partially of pottery clay and, and, and partly of iron, uh, the kingdom shall be divided, yet uh, the strength of iron shall be in it. Just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay and as the toes Uh, were partly iron and partly clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle. Now he's not talking about the, the kingdom, he's talking about they will mingle with the seeds of men, but they will not adhere to one another. So They are going to mix. So you say, who's the they? Just as iron does not mix with clay. Verse 44. In the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. So in the days of the kings, this is when this mixture of of Nephilim into the human gene pool is going to happen. Okay, and it has already happened. Okay. So now this mixture is going to happen in the days of these kings. So when Jesus comes back, there'll be a full mixture of Nephilim gene pool into the human race. And and that will make it what? Just as it was in the days of Noah. Right. Okay. so and in the days these kings, uh, uh, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom, and and the kingdom, shall not be left to other people. It shall break into pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw the stone, or the tazur, uh, um, uh, in in the Hebrew, the rock was cut out of uh, the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces, the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold. Um, and it says, and the, and the great God made known to the king that that's what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, um, uh, and its interpretation is sure, okay? So your dream that there's going to be four kingdoms in the world. There's going to be Babylon. There's going to be Greece. I mean, Persia. There's going to be Greece and there's going to be Rome. But it says now in the last days, this because remember, the fifth king is a revision of the Roman Empire. Okay, but this will be in the days of those kings. Okay, In the days of those kings, Jesus is going to come and crush them all. Now, when Babylon reemerges, when the Antichrist system reemerges, you'll see is described in the book of Revelation as all of these animals for div- It was like Persia. It had a lion. It was like this. So they're all just really a coming together of the four of the five world powers or four world powers coming together back as one. OK. And so this is what Christ is going to crush and destroy all of these kingdoms when he's come, when he comes back. Okay. And it says uh, in the, in the scripture that uh, he is going to crush him and blow him away and it, it will be no residue left of them. Okay. And that's the day I'm looking forward to in Christ. All right. I need us to go to the next page. And I don't really want to get into all of this, but I really do want you to know um, something that is very important. How many of you guys know what Barack Obama's name was before he became Barack Obama? Barry Sotero, how did he become Obama? His name was Barry Sotero, that's, that's his birth certificate. Who gave him the name? Barack, which means the, 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 the heavenly seat of God. You understand the Obama. This is this is when in, in, in the book of Isaiah, it says that Satan. Uh, he says that he's going to sit in the Obama. He's going to sit in the seat of God and, and, and he will be like God and he will be this and he will be that. So when he says Obama, he said he's saying the seat of God. Okay, what is Barack? Barack means lightning. So you're saying you're the lightning that fell from the seat of God. You understand? So this name was given to him for a purpose. There has never been in the history that I've seen someone that came into office with more satanic intentions than Barack. At the Democratic uh, uh, um, elections, he has the seat of Satan sitting behind him, uh, a replica of the seat of Satan sitting behind him, okay? Um, I read his book because I was working at a finance company at the time, and and the head of the finance company said, Praise. He, he goes, he goes, he goes, um, not praise. He goes, he's a, he goes, uh, hallelujah. I was like, you don't go to church. He goes, we, we got our next president. You need to I just finished the book. You can read it. And and he was a, a married guy, but he was a practicing homosexual. OK, but he gave me the book. He says, this guy is going to be the, Sandy. You're going to have a black president. Read this book. So I read the book and from the book I could tell this guy is like homosexual. This guy is like pro everything God is against. Well, how is this guy going to be president? I went, that guy ain't going to be no president, he'd be shot first. As it started getting bigger, that was 2006, got getting bigger in 2007. Then I was like, wow, everybody knew who Barack Obama was. Then by 2008 he was on every channel. And I was like, oh, my goodness, they've already chosen who the president is going to be. OK, so then he finally becomes very well known. And what happens? He's go- he's attending a church. And there's a guy that's the, ch- the choir leader who is a-, a-, a gay guy. And the pastor is talking about, you know, he- they- they're having a day where they're honoring Farrakhan. The-, the church. Let me just tell you guys, Farrakhan and Jesse Jackson belong to the same Freemason lodge. Okay, so don't, don't get into my brother. My brother, one of my brother friends, is a bodyguard for was a bodyguard for. I don't know if he still is. It's a bodyguard for Farrakhan, but Jesse Jackson and Farrakhan belong to the same uh, Freemason fraternity. Okay, or the same lodge in Chicago. So. Know and understand this. They are, as we're as 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 he's he's getting bigger and bigger in this. You got this guy, and he comes forward because Brock said he never did drugs before, he, at, since college. And this limousine, this guy he met that he was in a limousine. He says, "Me and I, he he had an affair with Brock." And they did drugs together and they did crack cocaine together. So he's trying to, you know, clear his name and says, I'm telling the truth and da. da, da. and they're trying to discredit him. And he has this video out. And then he says, uh, uh, uh then all of a sudden the thing drops, you know, and you don't hear about him. But he was really trying to get this out. Well, uh, I put this article here because he was he was killed in a hit and run. OK. You know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was an accident, but um, he was hitting a hit and run and, and got killed like, I guess, one or something in the morning. A car ran him over. The driver was never found. And uh, he was killed in a hit and run. OK, so um, but also the guy who was the the choir, the choir director at the church was was mad at the guy that they hit with the car because he was saying he had an affair with him. And he was saying me and him are dating. So. The, the choir director ended up getting shot in the back of the head, uh, um, assassin style, and he gets killed in his apartment. He had two other friends who were also openly gay going to the church, and they both got assassinated, shot in the back of the head. So you got three people and a fourth hit by a car, just so the secret of Barack Obama won't get out. You understand? So, but everybody was everybody. And this is the question that the Lord said to ask you. Why were, why was everybody in the world excited about Barack Obama? Even in other countries, they were excited about Barack Obama. Why? Because they have the ability through media to paint the the process for you to get you to like people that are serving them, okay? Thus, you say um, praise the Lord or the PTL club or whatever, all these Christian things they're they're not owned by Christian guys Pat Robinson has $100 million all these are multi-million dollar organization. Who do you think set those up? And if they're set up, what kind of people are going to be regularly on their show? Listen, the purpose of setting up Freemasons is a spiritual organization to infiltrate churches. If I don't, how am I going to infiltrate churches if I don't get into churches? You understand? So all of that stuff that was going on, then Baker going to prison and Jimmy Swaggart going to prison and all these people, you're going, how are all these pastors messing up? They were Masons before they were pastors. You understand? So you guys have to know and understand you're in a spiritual battle and part of the spiritual battle is infiltration into Christianity so that you'll follow people who aren't following Christ. So that when he said uh, Jesus says that I am and I say I am too because we're gods and then he's preaching that to you and you start thinking you're gods. Because your pastor says so you've been you've been a part of an agenda to infiltrate and and pull your soul away from true doctrine. So now who's the new guy? The black guy uh, that's out now. Gino something. Okay. Now, <clears throat> he pretends to be against everybody else, but his thing is Jesus wasn't God. Now, what did we read last night? Jesus says, if you do not believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. Satan knows that. Gino Jenny knows that scripture, too. You understand? So but if I'm spending an hour preaching to people, telling them that Jesus isn't God, he was just a body. And he was he wasn't God in the flesh the real God was in heaven and he's you know and he said that's my father's in heaven how can his father be in heaven and he be here you know how could Jesus sleep I heard Creflo dollar how can Jesus be asleep in the boat our God don't sleep or slumber so uh, so you know that Jesus that, that Jesus was not God that's Creflo dollar so What am I doing? I'm infiltrating your system and I'm giving you just a little bit of lie here, a little bit of lie there, because it has to be done crafty. I can't make a four dollar orange, a a, a orange four dollar bill for you and try to pass it. It has to be beautiful green, just like your 20 and look like it. You understand? But I just gotta slip in a little bit wherever I can, okay? I'm after, I'm after what? Ronald Bernard says, what are they after? Souls. He says, after souls. He says, we're after eterni- souls and eternity. Wow. He says, um, so you guys make all this music and you do all this, so you guys are behind all the finance of all entertainment and everything? He says, yeah, but we don't do it for money. <laughs> we got all the, they have all the money in the world. Every country's uh, bank system belongs to us. We have all the money in the world, so it's like we don't do music for money. We don't have a record couple company because we need money. We have a record company to to uh, to guide human beings into lifestyles that we want. We don't have mu- uh, uh, film companies because we can ma- so we can make money off of film. We have film companies to direct human beings away from God. You understand? And you people, I'm saying you people. We watch anything. They, they put out a horror movie. And one of our members said she went to go see the horror movie about the exorcist. And I was like, no, you didn't. If I could have reached through there and grabbed her, I would have been like, why did you do that? I just went to go see my nephew. You can't do that. You're opening the doors to demons. But they don't make that movie to make money. They don't care how it does at the box office. They're caring trying to ha- how are we gonna infiltrate human beings. Okay? Okay. I'm gonna get back to the scripture, you guys. I just wanted you guys to see it. But let's look at this last page that I have. I think it's the last page that I have. Maybe it's not. And then we're gonna get to Thessalonians. Okay, here we are. Here's your guy, Barack. We remember we rebuild. We come back stronger. Who's the we he's talking about? He sure ain't talking about America. Amen. Who's the we he's talking about? We remember. So I said this is this is his declaration. We ha- we had Nephilim families before and after the flood. And God, you sent armies to destroy them. The next one. We have come back. Third, six. We come back stronger. This is what Barack's declaration was on the thing. How do we know that this now you see this picture says Barack Obama has a posse. Uh-huh. This was uh, made for Andre the Giant. He's seven foot four, 520 pounds. How is it that Barack Obama is on a T-shirt about we have a posse and it's a Giants because Nephilim were giants. You understand. Yeah. So they're always telling you and kind of not telling you want to I want to look at the last page and then we're going to get to our scripture okay you see that build those buildings standing looking like 11 if you have an opportunity look up 11, uh, 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 11 as a number for Satanic worship and you'll see they love the number 11 okay so they built these towers okay Then they destroy these towers and three thousand human lives sacrificed. Right? They rebuild the tower and it's now one. Okay. When the first towers were destroyed, they read Bush read Psalms chapter twenty-three. Is he interested in Psalms twenty-three? No, but they're interested in mocking God. So they read. He reads twenty-three, but he's talking about what now? 23 and 23 making up the human DNA and chromosomes, right? So you had two 23s that make up the human, the, the human uh, uh chromosomes, right? Now it's rebuilt into one, so we're gonna turn the DNAs into one. What DNAs? We're gonna make Nephilim DNAs and human DNAs one. So when the they rebuild it, Barak goes up there and he reads. Psalms 46, which declares that I am God and I will do my will in this thing. He's reading this as if he's God, right? But you, you got to see what they're doing. They're saying we're going to turn the human DNA into one and Nephilim and human are going to be one, okay? Now, oh, that's the, this is the scripture he read. Uh, be still and know that I am God, he read. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. And then he sat down. I'm like, 46, huh? Your buddy read 23. Okay, let's go to let's go to Thessalonians and then we're going to we're going to uh, finish up here. I don't know where we are, but Thessalonians. I think we're going to be in 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2. Thank you very much. Okay, now watch this, okay? Okay, uh, Thessalonians, chapter 2. It says, uh, concerning the coming of our Lord, uh, Jesus Christ, and, or in the Greek, even our being gathered to him. You understand? So the coming of the Lord, the Greek, even meaning the same thing, the coming of the, our being gathered to him. You understand? So. And the word and that we only use as and can be also interpreted as even if the one if you're talking about even the exact same thing. So it's, it might say your Lord Jesus Christ, even God. Okay, but you'll read it and God. You go, oh, it's Jesus Christ and God. That means they're two different. No, the Greek is saying that it's even God. You understand the same. So I'm just giving you a little Greek uh, study there. Okay, concerning concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, even our being gathered to him. We ask you, brother, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by some prophecy report or letter supposing to have come from us saying that the day of the Lord has already come. Okay. So a lot of lying was going on. It says, don't let anyone deceive you. Commandment, not a suggestion. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way for that day will not come until a departure occurs. Okay. And it says, and, or even the, the, uh, uh, the man of lawlessness Is revealed. Okay, so what has to happen first? The departure. Okay, listen, listen. And I didn't, I didn't put the scripture down. I'm very sorry. I didn't. I'm gonna send it to you. There is a specific word for leaving your religion. It's in the book of Hebrews in the Greek, and they use it. It says, um, "It is reported that some will leave the will leave the faith." Okay. And it uses the Greek word for leaving the faith. OK, it has been reported that in the in, in the latter days, many will leave the faith. That means to depart from your religion. OK, here it says in the last days, there'll be an apostasy, which is a word that just means departure in Greek. So he's saying there'll be a departure and then the Antichrist is going to be revealed. OK, now. It says, "Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until there is a departure, till the departure occurred, and the man of lawlessness is revealed. Um, uh, the man doomed to destruction, he will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worship, so that he sets himself up in God's temple." Proclaiming, proclaiming himself to be God. When does he go to the temple and proclaim himself to be God? Middle of, Middle of the tribulation. Okay. And then war happens for three and a half years after that. So that means that the book of Revelation is talking about three and a half plus three and a half. You understand? Because somebody sent me said, Revelation never talks about seven years. It only talks about three and a half. It gives you three and a half what happens in the first, and then it gives you three and a half what happens in the second. You understand? Okay. So there is seven years. Now, it says, uh, it says, don't you remember when I was with you? I used to tell you these things, and now you know what is holding him back, so that." he may be revealed in the proper time for the secret power of lawlessness is already at work. We know that, but the one who now holds it back will continue uh, to do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed. So what's holding him back? Katecho. It says the restrainer. The restrainer, that's the word that is used in the Greek. Katecho is the restrainer. OK, so the restrainer is holding the Antichrist from coming back. I mean, from 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 from, uh, from this whole evil thing, from having full force. Amen. OK, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is living inside of us. The Holy Spirit is here for a reason. He is Eleazar. He's only here to get a bride and take the bride back so the bride can marry the son. You understand? Stop trying to say, oh, the Holy Spirit will still be in the world. No, the Holy Spirit's activity or what his part in the Trinity will be over. He wants to take the bride back to heaven. God is going to say, Eleazar, come out of there. He's going to come out of the dead place and take the church back, uh, and the church will marry the son. Okay? So. All of this is being held back because the spirit of God, the restrainer is in the world. OK, now it's called katecho here, which is the restrainer. But let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse nine. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 9, it says, Moreover, we have all had human fathers who discipline us, and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father of Spirits? Who's our Father? God. And and our spirit belongs to who? God. God, the Father. That word spirit there is the same numerical value in Greek as the restrainer. You think God is saying that the spirit is is what's holding them back? Because people say, well, is the spirit really the Holy Spirit or what they say? What is really the restrainer? It's telling you in the gematria that the the father of spirits. What spirits? The spirits that belong to the father are going to be taken back by who? The restrainer. Same numerical numerical gematria so that, you know, we don't have to sit here and guess. OK, the spirit is going to be removed. But don't worry, because God says to his son, when he gets when the Holy Spirit gets there and the marriage is about to happen. Guess what God says to the son? Sit here until I put your enemies under your feet. God says now is my turn. You understand? God is saying, "Sit here until I make, till I make your enemies Yeshua in that resurrected body. Sit here, enjoy your bride until I make your enemies a footstool for your for your feet. So there is going to be godly activity going on in the tribulation, and God told me I'm going to terrify them." He said, I'm gonna terrify them. They think they're gonna have free range, but I'm gonna terrify them. He, if they weren't serving a purpose, he could lock them up and torment them right now. But he says, I'm gonna terrify them. Okay. All those nations, the the, the iron, the, the, the bronze, the silver, all those kings are gonna be destroyed like dust and will be blown away. You understand? These seven golden lampstands that represent this menorah, these seven churches that are about to be taken out of the earth and about to be in heaven, standing on a sea of glass, okay? And celebrating a, a marriage between the first, the first covenant and, 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 and the son. What's the first covenant? Faith, right? This is Leah's getting married. Rachel will come in seven years. Is that what the story tells us? Give this wife her full celebration and in, if worked for me for seven more years and I'll give you the other one as well. Okay. It's all planned. And we're the best part of it. God has taken me from 2004. Step by step by step. You're going to learn everything that I need you to learn I'm going to show you things in scripture that haven't been taught in church, but you're going to learn why I took the waters above the sky. You're going to learn why uh, uh, Adam said bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. You're going to learn gematria. You're going to learn all this so you can prepare my people to leave. I believe it's time to leave. I believe this Pentecost has been a countdown to it. And I'm praying that we are not here. Sunday should be is the last day and I'm praying that it happens on Sunday I, I don't know if I'm even prepared for a message that's how sure <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to show up and kind of like wait to go <laughs> So praise God all right pastor man, man, I need the air now It is question and answer time amen. you out of here bro yeah. thank you amen hey, man, we've had these for a long time when we were doing street witnessing and we were going feeding them. And I posted that. Did you see it on my hand? I did. Yeah, I was like, how long have we known this dude? You know, I looked at that. And I I kind of tripped out too. Cuz that was like in 2015 or something. Like right. That. You had not even visited yet. Yeah. So you you probably sent some, I don't know or brought some, I don't know. But I was like, yeah, they, they how they, long have they, we known? Yeah. No, I didn't I didn't I I never had one till I till I met you. And how was it in that picture? I don't know. Yeah, I was like, how long have we known this? How that. Anyway, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All
1: right,
0: All right, brother. Brother. Okay.
1: All right, take care, Pastor. All right, Pastor Sandy, you need some water or something?
0: Yeah, but I got it right in front of me. Jesus says, I'm among you who serves. The role of a pastor is to do what, Pastor Ben? Serve, not be served. If I see a pastor being served, I know God. This is the card that Dan sent me. He says, uh, blessed is the church uh, where there's a pastor whose faith shines bright, who guides and serves, um, who encourages and prays, Whose life is a blessing, in big and small ways. Okay, it was a great card. Sorry, I was so I was so into the watch I didn't read the card till this morning. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> I got problems. Pray for me. All right. So you know when you're ready. All right, I'm I'm ready, Pastor. Ben. Amen. So
1: our first question is from.
0: Matt McCoy. Okay. When is the Bema Seat Judgment? Before or after the marriage? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. You know. We know there will be a Bema Seat Judgment, um, and and, and I wouldn't call it a judgment. It's more kind of like, yeah, reward reward ceremony. ceremony. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't. Yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be considered a judgment. Amen. Do
1: you believe we're in? We're in the shortening of
0: the days now i believe we're in the it, with the very end of this i believe this wheat harvest is this wheat harvest and guess what uh studying with a a, 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 a a jewish thing this morning said that uh, ruth in the in the hebrew it says uh in our culture we know that ruth got married to boaz on the sixth of Sivan, mm-hmm. you won't know what then that is. That's on Pentecost. So all the people that says, "Oh, she got married at the end of the wheat harvest." The end of the wheat harvest was the sixth of Sivan. Wow. You understand? So it's like, you know, the Lord was just showing me more and more. Like, look at here. It, the this this Pentecost is very important. This ten times five, perfect order of grace. Is 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 a perfect fifty day countdown to the to the wedding.
1: Amen. Amen. Uh, Here's a good question from uh, from Stager: Are the Catholics who confess Jesus is God but praise to idols still saved?
0: No, it's a deception. That's the thing. That's a that's a parachute. That's a parachute that won't open. Yeah. And that's why. And that's why they infiltrate. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's why they, they infiltrate. They 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 set up Catholicism as if it's really from God. Yeah. And then we, when you try to preach to them uh, Jesus Christ, it's very hard because they're caught up into what? Tradition. Mm-hmm. What's the only word in Greek that's 666 in the New Testament? Tradition, okay? So understand, if you're caught up in your tradition, and you won't you can't hear the truth because it's your tradition to be Catholic so you still got these statues and stuff in your house and you think you can say praise to Jesus and then bow to your statues at the same time and you, you, you you've got the whole thing wrong amen oh,
1: man, that's good uh is Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 23 through 26 about cities of angels and the fall of Lucifer Does it collaborate,
0: I'm sorry, does it correlate to Genesis chapter one? Ooh, this is a long, okay, Jeremiah, what's the scripture?
1: Jeremiah chapter four, verse 23
0: through 26. That's a lot, this is not a question, this is like a email question to be answered, but I'll read Jeremiah chapter four, verse 23. Yes, 23 through 26. Okay, here it is. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 23. Well, I got it underlined and everything. I looked at the earth, and it was formless and empty, uh, and, at, uh, and at the heavens, and their light was gone. I looked at the mountain, and they were quaking, and all the hills were swaying. I looked and there were no people, every bird in the sky had flown away. I looked and the, and the fruitless um, land was a desert and all its towns laid in ruin before the Lord, before his fierce anger. That's the return of Jesus. And everything is knocked to dust. He says, all the cities in the entire world fell. Did you realize that? All the cities in the in the in the quake that's gonna hit the earth when Christ It says every city in the world shook and fell. So all those buildings that I loved in in Paris and with all this with this these idols on it and you know, they look like they spent a lot of time building all of this stuff and all but he says every city in the world fell. Yeah. Jeremiah, chapter four, verse twenty-three. So that's the second coming of Christ and the devastation upon the earth that you see when Christ lands. He
1: says, does it correlate to Genesis chapter one, verse one and two, the gap theory?
0: No, there's no such thing as the gap theory. Now what is that? <laughs> Said between verse one and verse two, there's this gap, like because they use the word Hayah, the word, the earth was formless and void. That hasn't. The, it, and it, it says the earth was formless and void, which means that God built him. He, he, the earth was there, but it was formless and it was void. OK, then God started adding stuff to it day by day. OK, they tried to say, oh, the earth was formless. They say Hayah means there's a gap. No, it's just a Greek word that says the earth was. It's the word "hiya" means was. They took that word some. Some guy took that word and said, see this word, hayah? it means that there was a huge gap between the first day and the and the second first verse and the second verse. And I'm like, get out of here. Anybody that reads Hebrew knows that that is weird. Wow. Yeah, that. Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with the gap theory. But that's Jesus' second return in Jeremiah.
1: Wow. Hey, Amen. OK. Hold on while we are a of questions. OK. Um, could you explain Dr. Berry's false teaching on a 100 day count for Pentecost? No, no, Dr. Barry Alls. False
0: I, know, I know, I know, I oh. know. Okay, this is, this, is doc, this is Dr. Berry, okay? God, I'm just gonna say it like this. When, when I was in trouble and I was about to, to when I went into court, the judge says, uh, where's your lawyer? He's, I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be my own lawyer. And he says, you got a fool for a client there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, get out of my court and go find yourself a lawyer. <laughs> no, <he didn't. laughs> <He> said, <laughs> now, Barry All has become his own pastor, okay? He's become his own instructor, okay? So he's got a fool for a pastor, okay? <laughs> So he says, after you count the 50 days, uh, and then you get to the to Pentecost, that means to count another 50 days, and then you come to the end of the wheat harvest. Where'd he get the other 50 days? He's his own pastor. You know what I mean? He believes his own. He believes his own material. You can't find that in any way in the scriptures at all, where you count an additional 50 days for the end of the wheat harvest. Pentecost is over with when, on the fiftieth day, count seven sets of, I mean, uh, uh, seven sets of seven, which is forty-nine, and on the fiftieth day, have an assembly to celebrate the end of the wheat harvest. There's no, count another fifty days, but he's his own, he's his own pastor now, so now he's spreading it to other people. Now this is what happens, and I'm going to, I'm going to be very frank about this. Moses was not allowed to enter into the land because he broke one of God's words. God said, speak to the rock and he struck the rock. Okay, that means when God gives his word, he wants you to stick to his word. You don't have the right to play with this. But if you make yourself a pastor, you put yourself in a dangerous situation. This is why the book of James tells you. Don't let everybody become teachers because you will be judged more harshly. Everyone that you lead astray, everyone that you lead astray yep. by telling them they have an additional 50 days before they have to move out with their girl because you got 50 more days. <laughs> you, every soul that, you, that gets lost in your, in your bad teaching, you're going to be responsible for. So you're putting yourself in danger stop trying to be your own pastor. you used to follow a good pastor he used to follow us and then all of a sudden you get popular and youtube sending you a check and then all of a sudden you think wow i'm pretty good Mm -hmm. (laughs) youtube don't care if god called you amen so come on man stop with all that
1: amen hallelujah
0: okay and, and the other thing they were saying oh the barley harvest what didn't come? What there was no barley at the proper time, so uh, pent- Pat, we, we have a second Passover because the barley harvest uh, wasn't ripe at 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 at, 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 at Nissan, right? When has the barley harvest ever started a year? Is there anywhere in Genesis that says, and the barley harvest will count the years, the dates, and the, no, the sun and the moon, the stars, these count the days and the times and the years. It has nothing to do with a barley harvest. So now I got people saying, well, the barley harvest wasn't ripe, so that means that we have to go to the next Passover. I'm like, God, don't be your own pastor, because if you be your own instructor, you've got a fool for a pastor. Amen, okay. amen, question.
1: What is your opinion regarding World War III? Do you think bombs will drop as we leave?
0: Um, I don't really care, but... May uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it may happen that way, I don't know. But I know um, there will be a war after we leave and the Antichrist will come and he will calm everything and he will make tell everybody that we're gonna have seven years of peace and you can trust me. So I don't know when that war is gonna happen, when that war is gonna happen, but I do know one thing. Uh, Luke says, uh, you make sure that you're walking in Christ so that you can escape all that is about to come upon right. the earth. Right. And all means all. Amen.
1: Have you heard of Richard Lorenzo Jr.?
0: Mm.
1: And if so, do you think he is working for Jesus? He does evangelism and deliverance.
0: I don't know who Richard Lorenzo Jr. is. I've never seen him. I don't know anything about him. So I'm sorry. You can, you can send me something, but I don't, I don't know him, you know.
1: What is the name of the online messianic Jewish church in Israel? That Pastor Sandy is a member of. The
0: Jewish Messianic Alliance is uh, uh, the head of the, the, the music over there is uh, Shil- ben, Shiloh Ben-Hode. Um, and uh, I'll post some of his music on my Facebook and, and everything. But his name is Shiloh Ben-Hode. They do Messianic praise and worship. Praise and worship. Um, I understand it, but they usually have the the, the what they're singing at the bottom. So you can see what they're singing. What the thing I love about Messianic uh, the the Hebrew music from Israel is that all their songs are, are scriptures. They're not, they're not just singing, you know, he's out on the water and he found the secrets. You know, that's that hill song. And that's a Hindu song that they made into a church song. So you can't trust these people anymore. Lauren Dingle, her song right now that she has out, a gay guy wrote the song and who is not a Christian at all. So I don't know where he got his anointing to write a song Mm -hmm. about Jesus. Right. No. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm done with American gospel. I'm just done with it. Okay. I'm I'm doing yeah, I'm I'm sticking with Hebrew. I'll go back to the old people when the whiners were just singing by themselves.
1: Amen. Old school. Yep. Uh, will you, Pastor Sandy, will you invite your church to a huge party at your mansion?
0: Um I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna say I will or I you know, I don't wanna dive into that. I make any promises. <laughs> um, you know, you might not even like my party because my party would probably consist of a lot of opera and classical music. I know you guys know I'm like, oh, he's from South Central. It's probably be gospel rappers. No, I'm very much an opera, classical music, jazz guy. <laughs> so if you want to come to a, you know, a, a little sophisticated party, yeah. But I, I gotta think about who's who I'm inviting. <laughs> hey man, so Pastor,
1: regarding Deuteronomy.
0: Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 32. <laughs> and he still said it wrong. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, 32,
1: nine and 10. Why was Yahweh uh, howling in the wilderness? And why did uh, Yahweh abhor, that's not Yahweh.
0: Mm-mm. Inheritance in Psalms 106.40. These are weird. Deuteronomy 9 says, for the Lord's portion is his people. Deuteronomy 32. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm reading Deuteronomy 32, 9 and 10. And the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob, his allot, his inheritance. In a desert land, he found him. In a barren and hollowing waste. He uh, oh, his, he um, he shielded him and cared for him and guarded him as the apple of his eye. All that saying is that is that the people of Israel, Jacob, mm-hmm. uh, is the portion that belongs to God. In the desert land, God found Israel. Remember, he found them. He said, you were, you were lying in your own blood when I found you, okay? But I made you my own people, okay? In the desert land, he found him um, uh, 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 howling uh, 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 and howling waste. And if you read a, a other, another scripture, it says, uh, I found you, you were in your blood, you, you had no, no future, nothing. But God made them His people. He says, um, He shielded him and cared for him for Israel. He guarded him as the apple of His eye. So God made this people, who were no people, who were who were destroyed and lying in their own blood, that He. He, he, he called them as his own people, nursed them back to health, and then made them healthy and became the apple of his eye. And then in the other scripture, you'll say, when I found you, you were in your blood, and now you've become this beautiful woman, and, you're, and, and you've got this figure now, and now you're starting to sin and walk away from me, like reminding Israel how I found you, and now that you've gotten healthy and strong, now you want to worship other gods, okay? Amen. So that's what that's talking about. The way God found him, and 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 He made him the apple of His eye. Amen. I'm sorry about taking the t- time to look at that. I never read that. I mean, I I never uh, I didn't understand what scripture that was.
1: Amen. Uh, what is the difference between Satanists and Luciferians? Are they the same?
0: Confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Freemasons tell. Freemasons tell. Um, tell. Uh, Uh, their members that lucifer isn't satan now (laughs) Now don't don't you think you worship satan lucifer his name means light see he's the light of the world and he's the holy spirit as soon as you get to your your seventh step you will confess that lucifer is the light in the world see and then then bush is standing up there and a thousand lights coming you know because he worships lucifer right because they think he's a light right lucifer is satan (laughs) You know what I mean, when he fell, if they it, the 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 um, the uh, NIV takes out Lucifer when he said he fell, he when he kicked him out, it mm-hmm. said Lucifer, you when you fell, okay? The NIV took it out and put uh, and just put when he fell, because they want to say, oh, the guy that got kicked out was Satan, and it wasn't Lucifer. Right. Okay, it's the same guy. Yes. all right Amen. <laughs> Amen.
1: Pastor, we have time for one more question and Mm then I'll have them to send their questions to you.
0: Okay. Amen. Uh, Hold on. It got away. Okay. Question. Question. One more. Oh, (laughs) boy.
1: Okay. Uh, What is is Pentecostal belief? Is their parachute going to work too? (laughs)
0: well let me tell you about pentecostal the pentecostal church first of all their the biggest thing is um is that jesus isn't god okay so that immediately puts their parachute in danger okay because i'm talking about pentecostal oneness they believe that that uh jesus is not god and that there is no trinity and that if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved, okay? And what's that called? Pentecostal oneness. It's like apostolic Pentecostal church, okay? okay. So these are the people that uh, when we were at our church, uh, Pastor Ben, he was Pentecostal oneness. Oh, was he? Yeah, the church that we were filming, yeah. Because they would take people in the back to get them to speak in tongues, and they haven't even accepted Christ yet right. right so that was the letter that got me kicked out of the church <laughs> like can we can we spend less time picking up offering and a little bit more time on salvation and, 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 and leading people to Christ right. and yeah, like you're not the pastor you're out of here so oh man those offerings used to be like <laughs> a marathon so so yeah um, anyway uh, I don't know if all Pentecostals believe that I got saved at a Pentecostal church, Um, and my idea was, I don't know what you people believe in fully, but I believe in Jesus, and I'm here to get baptized. Now, when I came out of the water, didn't nobody have to tell me to speak in tongues. They just fell, okay? So, um, So, I mean, be careful on that. Just remember, if you believe that Jesus Christ is God, and you believe he died on the cross for your sins, and, and, and you've confessed them uh, and, 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 and you believe and you've confessed, you are saved. After you're saved, go get yourself baptized, you know. And uh, that's what that's what it's all about. This is not about uh, 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 this this uh, uh, Pentecostal. Uh, it's a whole mess. I don't know. But please try to stay away from it. Amen. All right. Are we done? All right. Da, da 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 The show is over, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's pray out. All right. And God said to Aaron and Moses, <laughs> this is my last time doing this. I hope so. Ah, it's my last time. It's the last time. So I'm gonna get it right. So Aaron so God said to Aaron and Moses when you see my people bless them by saying these words give them these words tell them the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace Yah Adonai Panavilecha vehuneka. Ye Ase Adonai Panavekha the Yasim Da Ka Shalom. Shalom everybody. Lei treyot de yom rashom. And I do believe that it will be Yom Akharom, which is the last day. All right, let's go. Let's let's baby, baby.